0: On this episode of the Kickstart My Franchise podcast, we're going to learn what has fueled the growth of Mobility City, a mobility equipment sales, rental, and service franchise that does a lot of good for a lot of people. Let's go! On today's episode, we have a very exciting guest. She is the CEO of Mobility City. Please welcome Diane Barada.
1: Thank you for having me on your podcast.
0: Thanks for joining us. We're very excited.
1: I'm here to tell you all about Mobility City.
0: Awesome. Um, so we'll start with the basics. How did your franchise start? Uh, you know, give us a bit of the history.
1: Very simple. My husband Vinny. Uh, we are both the founders and we started this, uh, four years ago. And since then we have sold 54 units throughout the country. And we started as a little, a little, um, mobility equipment store. Vinny was in that business his entire life. And then I joined from being a hairdresser. I joined because. I had a previous husband who had been very sick and he was in all of this equipment. And this is how it all came to be. Um, He was, uh, unfortunately, he had to drive to dialysis in a power chair and the Mm. power chair broke down and I couldn't find anyone to repair it. And it just didn't seem possible that you could get your car fixed, you can get your lawnmower fixed, but you can't get a piece of mobility equipment fixed and he needed this for his everyday survival. So I called and called and called. And I couldn't find anyone other than out of my range, which was in Fort Lauderdale. And it was a mobility city. And it was Vinny that answered the phone. And he said, yes, that's what we do. I can send a truck up there to help you. And he did. And they fixed his, mo- his uh, power chair. And um, life was as good as it could be. But, he, but I also had everything else in my house. I had the walkers. I had the lift-out chair. I had everything. I knew what it was like to be dependent on mobility equipment. And also, when you can't find somebody to fix it, what do you do? Where do you turn? So, unfortunately, my husband passed away a couple of years after that. I never knew Vinny, never met him. I only met the technician. And um, my best girlfriend convinced me to go on to the dating sites and meet someone. So I was very fortunate. I met a Vinnie Barada, and <laughs> invited me for dinner. And as we were talking, like I'm speaking to you, it was like, okay, what do what, what you do and what do you do? And he said, he has this mobility city in Fort Lauderdale. And I said, is that the company that came out on a Saturday afternoon? And he said, are, are you the girl that was crying on the phone? And it was, <sighs> How did that ever even, it was just <laughs> yeah. a strange, unusual, meant to be situation. So um, I was still working as a hairdresser and Vinny asked me, would you like to work at the store with me when, on your days off? And I said, well, yeah, okay, I'll try it, which I knew nothing about it, but I knew what it was like to be on the other end of the phone. So I was very good at taking the calls and I was also good at marketing the business um, to facilities and the business just started to grow and one day he said I think this is a franchisable model he said what do you think do you want to do it and I and I thought why not because I think it is something that's very needed so um, Vinnie had the brain to do that and um, we, we started out with a tiny little bit of money and we invested everything we had in it and it just clicked it really clicked because it, it's not something you wake up and think about but if you're in those shoes, it's all you think about. How are you going to yep. get to the bathroom? How are you going to get to a doctor's office? How are you going to sleep? And that's how it started.
0: Awesome. Yeah, what a fantastic story. And I think it's it kind of goes along the, the line of the riches in the niches um you know slogan that's one of those industries that you don't really think about a whole yeah. lot unless you're in that situation but there's obviously huge demand for it
1: there is. Can you
0: talk a little bit about the types of services you guys offer Are you selling actual equipment you know what what will people find is there a retail location
1: yes we have a beautiful retail location everybody has a mural up of a piece of their city and what it looks like of course we're located the home office here in Boca Raton Florida so we have a picture of palm trees and the beach and the, and the water and it's beautiful and we also have a racetrack and the racetrack is for people to come in and pick out a scooter of their choice and drive it and see if it fits their needs their height their weight um, so we sell equipment out of our um, out of our store look our storefront locations we also rent equipment And we also repair. So if your mother or your grandmother was in a piece of mobility equipment and obviously she couldn't get it to us for repair, she calls us and we come out to your home or facility and we do repairs. So we do everything that's needed for you to be, extend the quality of your life. And even if it's in some little way,
0: Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And what is a typical split, you know, across those different service lines? I, I'm sure it varies a lot by location, but is it roughly, you know, a third, a third, a third, yeah. or like, how do you. Yeah,
1: it's typically a third, a third, and a third. We do a lot, a lot of rentals. There are people that want to buy something and they're still a little hesitant. Do they need it? Do they like it? Do they really want it? Um, so I say, you know what, rent it for a weekend. And see what you think, see how you can manage, uh, you know, what is it going to do for the quality of your everyday life? So, um, rentals are about a third, um, repairs are definitely a third could be even more because we have over 125 national accounts. So all of these manufacturers in this country, um, we are affiliated with them. We're on their, some of their websites. That if they're having a problem with their piece of equipment, they'll look up your zip code and they will send the customer to us. So we do white glove deliveries, we do repairs. Um, So the service, the rental, that is, I would say they're all equal parts of uh, of our revenue stream.
0: 125 national accounts. That sounds like very enticing, you know, as somebody who could become a potential franchisee. What? Is the advantage to me, like if I join as a franchisee, what what happens? What what can I potentially get from that?
1: The advantage is, of course, we're going to teach you how you're going to be on Google and you're going to come up first and how you're going to be in the local newspaper. But we're also going to make your cash register ring before you even open your doors, because once you get your van and it's wrapped, the phone's going to again, this is what we all do as your franchisor. We're behind you 150%. We hold your hand every step of the way. And we have you introduced to all of the accounts. So if something comes up in your zip code, in your territory, um, in your county, because we sell by counties, you are going to get that business. So your van can start running before, even before your build out is done. So you're generating money long, even before day one,
0: Fantastic. And what is the total investment required, you know, to get one of these up off the ground?
1: Um, well, your franchise fee is going to start at about 67500 because the idea is we want you to service at least a million people or more, because obviously not everybody is in mobility equipment like everybody mm-hmm. eats McDonald's and Wendy's. So we like to sell large territories and we go by counties. And counties that are a million people or we will give you um, we'll give you a group of counties that's going to equal 1 million people or more but you're all in fee with everything your van your inventory your working capital everything that you need to just turn the key and walk into Mobility City I would say you're looking at anything from 250 on the low side to 300,000 on the high side, and that's your all-in figure.
0: Great. Fantastic. Um, In terms of the competitive landscape, can you just talk a little bit about, you know, are there any national players out there? What does it typically look like?
1: There, There's national players, but not really in our space because no one has the national contracts that we have. So I have to say that does make us stand out from the rest. Second of all, of course, you have competition. You have a lot of mom and pops. have people that are going to um, want to service your equipment or sell you something like like a small pharmacy that sells a chair or two or a scooter or two and maybe if you brought in your um, your scooter something that wasn't working they may repair it but um, that's not really competition because they just don't have everything that we have going for us as far Mm -hmm. as national accounts and our advertisement when you go on Google, you're going to come up first. You're going to be in the, in your local newspaper. We run a large um, full page ad. People walk in the door with the ad all the time because our demographics still read the newspaper and they look at the newspaper for ad for um, uh, the ads for um, coupons and for sales. Mm. So I have to say that we do stand out in the crowd different than the other people in the industry, but you're going to have competition in every business. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a needed service.
0: Mm -hmm. And in terms of who you guys are looking for, you know, what is an ideal franchisee? Can you talk about some of those characteristics that you're looking for? Um,
1: If I could pick, you know, if I could paint a picture of the perfect person, it would be someone with an entrepreneurial spirit, someone that wants to really uh, be successful and wants to, um, invest in their self and grow their business um more than just one multiple stores we have a lot of owners that are that are doing two three four and five locations because they found it that it's very um you know it's very serviceable to their lifestyle they like it and um i would i mean you know it could be anybody we have we have people from school teachers to it people to all different types. But that entrepreneurial spirit, if you have if you have it in here and you have a heartfelt here for helping someone that's not as fortunate, um, if, Tim, as we are, you know, we take it for granted. You get out of bed in the morning and you rush to the bathroom and there are so many people out there that can't do that. So mm-hmm. if, if you can help somebody and feel it here and still earn a strong living doing it, I would say that's the person we like.
0: Fantastic. Um you mentioned lifestyle there in terms of you know what the day to day looks like for an owner um can you maybe just talk at a high level on the types of activities that they typically do and how that varies between somebody who might you know own one location versus 3 Sure well
1: uh we want our owners to run the business we want them to manage the employees And if they have to go from one location to another location that's okay but they have to make sure that you have the 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 right foundation in your locations so your employees are your staffing is very very important so here at mobility city in Boca Raton we live about three miles away which I encourage everybody to live close to their location so that you can be there in this case of someone has an emergency we like to come into the store and help people even if it's on a holiday we'll we will do that um, you know we start at 9 9 to 9 to 5 and on Saturdays it's 10 to 2 and you come in and you get your store going and you get your vans loaded uh, because they're out for the day with doing um, either local either local work either local service work deliveries or contracts or national contracts so so your day's busy from from beginning to end and then you have to have your floor person the person that your customers and make them feel comfortable and see what they need and how you can help them and the phone's ringing so you're doing rentals and you're doing um, you're doing repairs so it's a busy day which, sounds which like your day. it <laughs> In your business you want you wanted right
0: be- sounds like it um Last question, in terms of, you know, the item 19, that's something that's always of high interest to a lot of people. Are you able to comment at all about, you know, what people might see in your item 19?
1: Absolutely. Um, Our item 19 is going to show, um, it it shows the item 19 comes from the corporate center, which is right here in Boca Raton. And it shows a store in a two-year, um, in 2 years close to a million dollars or more and it's also showing a 27% net profit to the owner and that's going to include four employees and two vans mm. so i think that's pretty strong to start out in a startup business and see those kind of numbers could be even could be even sooner but i'm showing you from the corporate center on our item 19.
0: Absolutely, those numbers sound very, very enticing. (laughs) Awesome, well, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time um, and looking forward to continuing to do business with you.
1: Oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome, Tim. It was my pleasure and I hope that anyone that you're working with out there will at least give us the opportunity to show you a PowerPoint presentation because like I said before, this is not the business that you wake up and say, okay, I want to repair wheelchairs. But until you get to know what it's all about through people like yourself, um, some people say, wow, I never even thought of such a thing, but I like <laughs> it and I feel it. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you.